and then uh, just deal with it appropriately. So, mm -hmm. I, and I do always appreciate that you're just, uh, look, I have to call this out. It's no big deal, but you might want to call an electrician just to be sure that these wires are, you know, up, up to snuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and I think sometimes the consumer forgets that a licensed home inspector doesn't have ul ulterior motives. Would you agree? No, I mean, I mean uh, that uh, some people think, well, he just, you know, because I always tell my seller, your inspection report will be this thick. Mm -hmm. Don't read it. Because it'll keep them awake at night. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a pretty big document. Uh, but you that's know. your job to call that out. Okay, we're missing a switch plate. I mean, these are small things, but that's what you're trained to do. Mm -hmm. But you don't have ulterior motives in saying, uh, oh, well, this, you know, I could repair this for, because you're not the repairman. No. You're no. not the licensed contractor. You're not the licensed electrician or roofer or plumber. All you can simply say is, actually, there are two layers on, of roof on here. You've got... Comp composition roof over shake shingle mm -hmm. that's probably going to be frowned upon i mean yeah, I just, insurance doesn't like that one <laughs> yeah and i but your your delivery is really great yeah so. we, we try to you know a lot of what i do i think is managing expectations so mm -hmm. um i feel like how you talk to the people and deliver the information you know uh, i want to get the information across because this is important stuff um but you, you don't have to frighten people you know when you do that um you know i think in this industry some people think that's a, a good idea um um, you know, to, to scare the client necessarily. I, I, I don't, I don't really agree with that sentiment. Um, I, what I try to do is deliver, uh, to the client, uh, a complete picture, the good, the bad, and the ugly, if it were of what they're buying. And that way they can make their own decisions because I can't make those decisions for them. It, you know, their finances, um, you know, their risk tolerance, all that, that has to be a personal decision. I'm just trying to, you know, paint a picture for them so they can make a good educated decision really. And, Every uh, client or every buyer is different in the sense that someone might be really savvy on one thing and meaning, let's say, let's say the asbestos, for example, it was, you know, when you and I were together last week, the, the, the home buyer who was interested in this house was like, oh yeah, I, you know, I, he's an engineer, I can, deal, yeah, so. <laughs> I, can deal, I can deal with that. But let's say uh, it was a different set of buyers and they're like, oh my gosh, well, my grandkids visit all the time and oh dear, how, what's, you know, and they might take that a little bit differently. Mm -hmm. So it's what's important to that person. Exactly. But you're, like you said, you just simply, you know, call out, bring it to their attention. It's an, you're presenting the awareness mm -hmm. and you go from there. Yeah. I'm just there to deliver the information. I'm, I'm kind of just the messenger. <laughs> right. Without any ulter ulterior motives. Oh, yeah, and yeah. I'll tell people, whether it's a first time home buyer or someone who hasn't purchased a home in a while. No, the, just because the report is this thick, there's no, he's not going to say, okay, the, I'll replace your roof for 25 grand. He doesn't do that. No, he's got no <laughs> ulterior motives, uh, except to simply say, this is a safety issue. Yeah, exactly. Might want to have it looked at. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So thank you for that. Um, <laughs> I mean, just thank you for you know, I appreciate you and, and I call on you a lot. So yeah, um, I, uh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, you're very welcome. Um, why do sometimes, uh, and it's a rare occasion because we strongly encourage like to the point of like the death look, <laughs> get the house inspected oh, to yeah. our buyers. People, For sure. Sometimes they're like, uh, oh, well, we don't want to spend the $500. I'm like, what? <laughs> It's the best investment you will make um, because it's going to bite you in the butt. It yeah. could possibly bite you in the butt. Yeah. Right. So we actually have uh, a document that says against the better wishes of the broker, which is me. <laughs> yeah. 
I, and I have them sign off. And any one of my associates here, if any one other people say, um, oh, we're just going to not spend that $500. Uh, they have to sign, even the associates, they ha- that buyer has to sign that it is against my wishes as broker owner. Um, to not have it inspected. To not right? have it inspected. That, that's not- probably a good idea, honestly. <laughs> oh, uh, of course, because they always, you know, inevitably they have to have someone to blame three months down the road when, the you know, roof leaks or whatever, something you know. falls in or something. Yeah. Or the raccoons that were in the attic that no one knew about uh, start scratching. Yep. Well, come get my raccoons. Mm, sorry. <laughs> Can't, that's happened. Can't do it. You didn't. Yeah. Yeah. So um, what's the most crucial benefit, in your opinion, to mm-hmm. having the home inspection? Uh, I mean, I think there's a there's a couple of prongs to that answer. Uh, number one, uh, you know, I'm I'm there to protect the buyer's interest. Really, I work for the buyer. I don't I don't work for you. I mean, I love working with you, uh, but you don't pay me. Uh, <laughs> the buyer pays me, so uh, I'm really there to, for them. Um, so number one, uh, it gives them uh, you know a place to maybe negotiate. Hey. This roof, you know, it's got well, some hail do, damage or that. something. We, we, we do do that. Well, no, you know, I, I mean, it, yeah. it's, it gives them kind of like yeah. a jumping off point. Maybe they didn't know there was a roof problem and, and, and now they can negotiate for that. Uh, the other option is it gives them the opportunity to, uh, if they need to find a different house, maybe this one isn't a good fit for them financially because of xyz thing. Yeah, yeah. foundation. I mean, it's, it's easy to put $40,000 into a foundation. So, mm-hmm. um you know, maybe it doesn't fit for them. So it's uh, a better option and gives them, uh, you know, the ability to pull out of that contract, hopefully get their, you know, get their earnest money back and then uh, move on to maybe a little better fit for them. Mm-hmm. What's the craziest thing <laughs> you've seen? I mean, uh, <laughs> well, there's some stuff that I probably shouldn't mention on camera that I've seen. What's the um, stories you tell at dinner hour when you're out with your, with <laughs> your, you and your wife and your buds and having a beer and you're like, yeah. you wouldn't believe what I saw. So. <laughs> Do well, tell. Um, so, uh, I, I found, uh, we found an attic full of, uh, firearms one time in a, in an empty house in a, kind of sketchy neighborhood. Uh, not, not really one of the better areas of, of Kansas city. Um, what'd you do? Do you call, uh, call someone? Yeah, we, we called the listing. <laughs> we called the listing agent uh-huh. and and informed them what was going on. And we were kind of at that point. We were like, you know, we don't really feel comfortable getting getting in there and and doing that. So we just sealed the attic back up and told the listing agent and and hopefully they called the cops <laughs> or something. That you know, some of those serial numbers might be traced to something. Um, didn't want your fingerprints. Yeah, I didn't. I, yeah, I didn't. <laughs> I don't want to touch any of that. So, um, you know, I, I found that before. Um, I find a lot of drugs, honestly. Uh, Vacant in, or uh, depending on the houses. Uh, sometimes we find, uh, you know, people know that we're coming to the house sometimes, and uh, they they'll just, just leave, leave like a, a bong on the table in the basement, like the kids or something. Are they like, trying to sway you? Do you yeah. think? <laughs> Maybe subliminally just... sway the inspector. They put the lighter right next to it. I just thought it was funny. It's like you know I'm coming, right? They told you <laughs> in advance. Like I mean, I don't care. It doesn't bother me. They might personally, have a medical card. Another. It's yeah. They could have a medical card. Yeah, I mean we're we're close enough to Missouri now, so um, right. you know we find that quite a bit. Um, uh, I found a roof one time. We went into an attic and uh, partially collapsed a roof. Uh, that was that was kind of frightening. Um, from the outside, actually, didn't really look all that bad. Uh, you know, it was a three-story house, so it was it was kind of hard to observe from the, from the ground level and from the ladders. And we get up in the attic, 
and uh, all the roof rafters have basically split in the center because of the weight of the roof. This is again an older home. Okay. Um, Could again, that have been from snow or yeah? Well, ice? it was a what it, what it was was a multi layer roof situation. Oh. They had uh, I think it was somewhere around five or six layers of what? shingles on top of this house. I, I've never seen that. Yeah, it was it was crazy. How, and, could, how could the last roofer? And I keep interrupting you, but that's just, that's the fun is going to begin now. So we might have a bonus round here because I want to yeah. know all the crazy stuff. But a roofer coming in, if someone says, I mean, who does that? Like Billy Bob's brother's there's, sister's yeah, cousin comes I up always, there and just puts some shingles up? Or? I mean, sometimes there's some of that going around. Um, that's why we always recommend in our reports, usually when we tell somebody, hey, you need to have you know somebody look at this, we always say, hey, licensed professional roofer, licensed contractor, licensed electrician, licensed plumber, because there are some people out there that will gladly go up there, you know, day laborers or whatever, and throw you another layer of roof on there and, and not question it. And, um, they, and they might not know if... I and they mean, may if, not know better. If yeah. someone says, oh, I'll, I'll help you with your roof, they might not know that um, more than one layer is a no-no. Uh, I mean, you know, asphalt over asphalt shingles, they, insurance companies are a little iffy on some of those. Some will cover it, some won't. Uh, mm-hmm. Asphalt over wood shake, that's usually going to be kind of causing a problem. Usually if it's like three, four, five, six layers, then yeah, we've got an issue. Um, so yeah, I mean, it, it's it's one of those things, it's it's on a case-by-case basis. But yeah, it, it's uh, there are people out there that will, you know, hey, you of got course. the money, I'll, I'll go throw it on there for you. <laughs> Why not? It's <laughs> so. so good that you didn't, I'm glad it was three stories, because if you walked that roof and you didn't know that the rafters more than one yeah. rafter was collapsed or that'd be really yeah i mean bad. they were they were split in the oh. center. it was it was pretty crazy so yeah. yeah um what's crazier than that though really dig deep here <laughs> um uh shoot let's see here um we have not found any corpses yet uh, that's something that some inspectors have found um trying to think here they're all below the concrete so you probably <laughs> wouldn't see them yeah um i went into an uh oh so for, since we're real close to halloween i went to a um attic one time again a vacant house um i open the attic and i see um before i hit my lights i see like eyes oh no at me. i'm like oh this can't be good so <laughs> i turn my flashlight on and i kind of pan the whole attic and it's were you uh, on the bu- your belly doing a crawl no no i'm up i'm up okay. on the ladder gotcha. in, in the in the attic space gotcha. and um so it's just like your head is above yeah it's thing. basically like maybe this and it from was here dark up. and now you're like <laughs> oh sorry do you freak out like almost every time uh sometimes i know you're afraid of spiders so when you saw these set of eyes what <laughs> Well, at first I thought it was an animal, uh, and then I hit my lights and realized the attic was full of antique dolls. Creepy. Uh, Yeah, very, very creepy. Again, an abandoned, well, not abandoned, but an empty, vacant home, Um, uh, and just absolutely packed full of dolls. So I did, uh, you know, my pictures and shined my light around, and... Did got a little creeped them, out. And, did any of them move? <laughs> no, but it was uh, it was an uncomfortable situation in a vacant house. I was all by myself. You know, it was kind of getting later in the day. So, it was, you know, it was around this time of year. So, it was starting to get dark out. And I'm like, I kind of don't want to be in here anymore. <laughs> so, I'm out of here. <laughs> um, another cool thing, actually, this reminds me. Uh, we went to a house in Leavenworth. Uh, what was this? Last year. Um, so, this is almost like a 200-year-old home. Um, and down into the basement, and we find uh, what we believe is the remnants of a tunnel, actually, uh, system. And uh, I later on went ahead and, and looked up some uh, research on Google and found that there is some history of, like, tunnels in downtown Leavenworth from, you know... Uh, the prison? Like, uh, no, it would have been from, like, Underground Railroad okay. uh, kind of stuff, I think, or maybe Prohibition even. Um, but this house, again, it was, uh, I think it was, like, an 1870s era house. Uh, so, you know, very old and, and there was, uh, you know, an area that looked like it had been walled in, uh, but it had it at one point maybe connected to a tunnel. So, 
Um, and that house was the only one where I'm, I'm not a big believer in ghosts or the supernatural <laughs> or anything like that, but uh, I remember standing in the basement and from one section of the basement to the other, the temperature difference was like 30 degrees. Whoa. Um, and, and that Par- was a little weird. Paranormal kind <laughs> yeah, of Yeah, it, it felt weird. It was a very uneasy sensation down in that basement. Um, but uh, that's, that's really the only house that's made me like physically uncomfortable when I've been in the basement for, you know, that I felt something weird. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> But there has to be some side, like a sense of excitement every time you go to a house. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like you and I have been in, uh, well, that one house on the plaza was like from the, was it late 1800s? Oh, yeah, that was a beautiful home too. Yeah, yeah. that was, yeah, again, a very, you yeah. know, I wish I wish these houses could talk to me sometimes because I'd too. love to hear their stories. Um, you know, especially when we do these historic homes that are, you know, 100, 100, whatever plus years old. Um, so, yeah, it, it, if it is If the walls could talk. Yeah, because it would be really cool to, to hear some of those stories, I feel like. Um, is there any way a, a seller could prepare for a home inspection or they know you're coming or is it just like, um, and of course the seller's not present during the inspections, but the buyer is along mm-hmm. with the buyer's agent. Um, it, but is there any way someone can prepare, but I would think they would, in my opinion, do that long before you ever got there. Hopefully so. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. Um, uh, a lot of times people have a tendency, uh, you know, I don't recommend this for anybody really, but a lot of people tend to have a tendency to put like shelving and stuff up in front of electrical panels and like in, in the way of uh, your main water shutoff valve. I mean, these are all things during a home inspection that we like to have access to. So, um, you know, if you're, if you know that your home's about to be inspected and you've got, you know, the shelf full of grandma's knickknacks in front of the electrical panel, you <laughs> might want to think about moving that. You know, maybe they put it there on purpose. Well, yeah, I mean, there, there is that too. Uh, you know, we've been in a house one time where there was again, an empty house. Uh, there's just a rug in the living room floor. I pull the rug back and there's a giant, you know, termite hole from where the termites were eating the wood floor in the living room. (laughs) So, you know, uh, what if someone walked across that? (laughs) Well, that wasn't a huge hole, but it was was significant. The carpet would catch them. (laughs) Yeah, supposedly. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, just be mindful of the things that the inspector might be looking at. Yeah, yeah, because okay. a lot of people, they don't think about it. Because, you know, you live in a house for 10, 15, 20 years, and, you know, you just put shelves up wherever. And, and um, you know, I don't encourage that because if you ever have, uh, you know, an emergency situation, even as a homeowner, and you can't get to that electrical panel and you need to shut something off or turn something back on, um, you don't want to have to dig through, you know, 40 shelves full of junk to turn your lights back on in the middle of a power outage or something. Um, you know, or if there's, God forbid, a sewer backup or something in your house and you've got all your stuff piled up in front of the clean out and now your plumber can't get in there and, and snake the line or whatever. So, um, you know, in, in our reports, a lot of times we do tell you, Hey, you need to have, you know, three foot of access to this or six foot of access to that. Um, so we do mention that, but rather people pay attention to it or not, it's kind of up to them. And I think sometimes they don't, it, they don't think even think it. about yeah. that. So it's, it was an accident. And I'm or, guilty of it too. I've, yeah. I've done it in my own personal house where I, I put a shelf up. This was before I was a home inspector, but uh, I put a shelf up in front of an electrical panel and then had to take Shame everything on apart one time <laughs> just to get and, you know, change a breaker for, for a hot tub or something. So we're only human. Yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> so, uh, we have uh, less than a minute left. Andy's telling me oh, and I see how it went by so quickly. Fast. Will you come back sometime? Oh yeah, for sure. Wonderful. So Kyle DeRoads, uh, on our podcast today, real estate, you with Letty Ann, please remember, uh, Kyle and his company home detective property inspections here in the Kansas city Metro. Again, a locally owned business that we love to support, uh, licensed professional realtors. Uh, if you're in need out there of a, of a great home inspector, Kyle's information is going to be posted, uh, during the, um, the episode that will air later. 
and uh, you can contact him. Uh, what do you, are you're heavy on the um, realtors and uh, do you get humans? I call non realtors humans. <laughs> humans, yeah, normal humans. Uh, yeah, we uh, like you know, for for sale by owners or who? We uh, do. Uh, yeah, we do pre inspections or uh, for okay. sale by owners. Uh, I do have a lot of investor clients. Um, I'm a okay. property investor myself, so I kind of know what they go through a little bit. So. Um, you know, we, we've built a pretty good network of, of investor clients as well from China to California and New York and everywhere else. So, um, Kansas city is a hot market for that. So, well, Kyle, I keep in, uh, keep, keep on doing what you're doing. And uh, I love your presentation because, um, you're, you're just matter of fact, but you always have a giggle and a smile. And, uh, so keep being you and, uh, thanks again for being here today, folks. See you again soon. Yeah. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. All right.